For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What is up, everybody? Welcome back into Tide Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood joined by Jake Thomas and Joe Will as we bring you a live edition of the show. Uh, I'm a little under the weather, so I won't be as active tonight, but but Jake and Joe are going to help pull us through. I'm just going to be here for, for some moral support and uh, for a few uh, thoughts and opinions along the way. But uh, first of all, uh, Jake, Joe, how are you guys doing tonight? Man, doing great, you know. Uh... Getting a good good start to the week. Uh, had a lot of good news that come come out. And I'll, you know, we're going to talk about this weekend. Uh, Joe, how was your weekend and how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. My weekend was pretty low-key. Didn't do too much. Um, like you said, a lot of Alabama news. We already mm-hmm. got a couple people in here. I'm sure uh, some people thought the news was better than others, but uh, we'll, we'll uh, break that down. But right. just excited to finally know who our coordinators are. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just excited all that is over with now. And uh and, and we can kind of move on to, you know, basically spring practice is like 6 weeks away, I think 7 weeks away. So before we know it, the guys will be out there, you know, participating in spring ball and, you know, that that'll bring us a whole new set of topics to discuss. So I'm excited to kind of get to that point and and just really talk football instead of you know, all the outside noise that's been going on over the last few weeks with, you know, Pete Golden moving on to Ole Miss and, you know, Bill O'Brien moving on to New England. But now we have Tommy Reese as our offensive coordinator and Kevin Steele as our defensive coordinator. And we're going to talk all about, you know, those two guys, obviously, and and how they kind of fit in with the, with the program and what they kind of mean for the program moving forward. Um, you know, the chat is already booming. We got guys all in there. Um, Joel says, what's up? Cassie says, "Hey, hey, babe." Dean Cloud is in the in the chat saying, "Roll Tide, roll!" But the Bama Standard is in the chat. What's up, Bama Standard? And Dean says, "Excited to see the defense that's not afraid to hit somebody." Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about both, both obviously Reese and uh, Steele in 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 tonight's show. And of course, we want to hear from you guys in the chat as well. Your thoughts and opinions on on the two hires and, and how it's going to affect the program. But uh, before we dive too much into that, uh, follow the links in the description below uh, for BetUS. Sign up today uh, and receive that 125% bonus on your first deposit. And also follow the link watch get free shipping uh, when you make a purchase following our link. So make sure you jump down there and take advantage of those great opportunities uh, from us here at Tide Talk Live. Uh, Jim McQueen says, Roll Tide, gentlemen. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Uh, roll Tide. Thank you guys so much for 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 uh, you know being here and, and watching our show and uh, being you know alive in the chat. That's that's always a lot of fun. It kind of keeps things uh, not so serious, I guess, in a way. Kind of kind of can bounce off different topics and different thoughts and opinions. So uh, excited to read everybody's thoughts and opinions on this this topic for sure. Uh, but Jake and Joe, I, I want to start. Uh, uh, let's start with let's let's start with Tommy Reese on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, just your initial thoughts on the hire and, and how you think he is going to 
to do as the offensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa? All right, so I'll, I'll go first and I'll, I'll hand it over to Joe. But my my initial thought is when, when I heard that he was going to be the coach, yeah, the offense coordinator, I got, you know, I got to thinking, looking, looking at it. And I said, you know, what, what did he do at Notre Dame? What did he run and everything? And, you know, we had talked about Stacy that, you know, it seems like we're trying to move back to more physical on the offensive line, being more physical on the offensive line. And you see that Joe, you see that with the guys we're bringing in, you know, in this recruiting class. I mean, Miles McVay is a huge dude. Kyle, uh, Caden Proctor, huge. I mean, and then we still got some that's there, like Tyler Booker. I mean, huge guys who's going to be physical up front. Now we're going to have, you know, the running backs. We got two great running backs come in. And, I mean, it's going to be absolutely just ground and pound, I feel like, at, at Alabama, especially early on, I believe, to get these, whoever the quarterback's going to be, to get their feet wet in the system. You know, for the first couple of games, we have some veteran leadership at running back we can lean on with Roy Dale Williams and Jason McClellan. And then you have the two-headed monster coming in, you know, that that can, uh, as freshmen that can play as well. So I'm excited to see how he does. And and I don't care about the how, you know, the stats were up at, you know, Notre Dame last year. You know, that, that has nothing to do because they don't – he's not going to have the top – he didn't have the top players there as he does here. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying about um, about the Tommy Reese hire. Initially, I was kind of shocked, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of the hire um, originally. But I kind of did some research and and kind of changed my tune. Uh, the first thing that was important to me with offensive coordinator hire is to hire somebody that was young. You know, young offensive mind. Um, nowadays. Uh, that's kind of just the way it goes, you know, in the NFL with, with Sean McVay and, and Mike McDaniel and some of these um, young and up-and-coming uh, coaches. And you want a young offensive mind, not to take away from, you know, coordinators have been around for a while because experience is important as well. But I do think uh, getting a fresh face and there's somebody like Tommy Reese who is, isn't too far removed from playing the game. I mean, he was the quarterback in Notre Dame, I think, like – five or six years ago. I mean, my time, it could be off on that. So I, I like the Reese hire. Um, you got to look to like the quarterbacks that he worked with. You could sit there and be like, Oh, you know, statistically they were bottom half in this category. They didn't do too hot in this category. But if you look at the quarterbacks that he coached, he right. was coaching Jack Cohen, Drew Pine, um, Tyler Buckner, yeah. Ian book. Mm -hmm. And he still was able to, to get them into the playoffs. And I mean, they got their butts beat by, by Bama, but right. um, he's, he's, he's young. And he, I like the fact that like you mentioned to kind of get back to the quote unquote Bama standard mm -hmm. smash mouth football, um, a lot of motions with the running backs and tight ends. That's something that we're used to seeing from Alabama and we've kind of gotten away from. And um, I think he's going to bring it back and, and him and Saban will uh, gel pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you guys. I really like the hire because of of the young the young nature of of Tommy Reese, and he's kind of got that young mind. He's he's not too far removed from playing, like like Joe mentioned. That's important as well. And and maybe the biggest winner in all this is is Maryland tight end transfer C.J. Dupree. Uh, right. we, we all know how well Notre Dame has used tight ends over the last few years. 
the the guy who's with the Bears right now, his name's uh, is skipping me right now, but cool. he did, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did really well at Notre Dame. Of course, uh, Michael Mayer, uh, you know, maybe the best tight end in college football outside of Brock Bowers over the last couple seasons. So uh, maybe a guy like C.J. Dupree is is going to benefit the most from having a guy like Tommy Reese calling the plays. And and we all know that having a, a good tight end is is a good you know kind of safety valve for a first year quarterback and. Uh, you know, regardless if it's Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson or whoever else, maybe even a Eli Holstein or a Dylan Lonergan, regardless, mm-hmm. they're going to be a first-year starting quarterback. So uh, making making them comfortable is going to be, you know, the big the biggest job for Tommy Reese, uh, especially early on in the season. And you know, it doesn't it doesn't start out easy. You got Middle Tennessee State, then you got to host Texas. So uh, we're going to find out a lot about. Uh, Tommy Reese pretty early on in his tenure at Alabama when when he has to face the Longhorns who really did a good job against you know Bill O'Brien and Bryce Young last season over there in Austin so uh, it's not going to be an easy start for, for Tommy Reese but everything I've gathered he is looking forward to the challenge there in Tuscaloosa uh, developing young quarterbacks like Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson and you know the two freshmen that's going to be coming in so I, I think I think the the mindset for Nick Saban when he was making this hire was look We've recruited the offensive line a little bit different over the last couple seasons. We've made the commitment to be more physical up front. We've made the commitment to recruit some high-quality backs. Uh, let's get a little bit back to the more physical brand of football. And Tommy Reese just kind of fits right in with, with that philosophy. And I think he's really going to surprise a lot of people uh, with, with how good of a play caller he is. Absolutely. Uh, and, Joe, I want to go back. You talked about his concepts. Um uh, I saw a video, uh, one of his plays, his play design. It was it was their bowl game against uh, South Carolina. He he motioned the running back out out left, and the linebacker followed him. So he knew it was man on man. So he motioned him back in, and then and then the same and they snapped the ball and the and the running back went right and the two receivers on this side ran like little slants on the inside. So there was so much confusion for that running or that, that linebacker. He got lost in the shuffle and they got a first down out of it. But just for that little play, I mean, motion is the name of the game in college football. If you don't have any kind of motion, you don't, you know, you can't get a mismatch like that. So I'm excited to see what he can do at Alabama. Yeah, I agree. And I also have this little nugget that I found too. Notre Dame utilized 12 personnel, two tight ends, and one back on 302 plays compared to Alabama's 166. Uh, mm. So kind of going back to the to the ground and pound, uh, two tight end, one running back, you know, we're going to run the ball up the gut and blow you off the line, which is yeah. – Reminds me of 2012 Alabama, and obviously we know how how great that team was. Yeah, I want to I want to say that Reese was a was a freshman that season for, for Notre Dame, so he he's kind of got a taste of what Alabama is capable of when we you know that they're running that brand of football. So uh, I'm excited about the Reese hire. Uh, it was really. You know, if you go back and look, and people's not going to remember this because people live in the moment all the time, especially on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is a place where I have to be careful or I will be be in an argument every second of every day uh, because people are just so over the top and dramatic with their with their thoughts. And look, I'm for everybody having their own opinion, but I'm also just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you're right. Right. And and most of the time people are not on on Twitter. It is it is unbelievable the comments and the posts that have been made on Twitter over the past week since the hires of, of Tommy Reese and, and Kevin Steele, who you can 
say without question are completely oblivious to the situation in Tuscaloosa, oblivious to, to I mean, how can you be oblivious to what Coach Saban has done? Exactly. 100%. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Like, I, I don't know how you can how you can sit there and logically think, yeah, me throwing shade at the greatest college coach of all time is the smart thing to do. It's the logical <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I fall into that trap sometimes, obviously. <laughs> you know, people go on Twitter and they're so reactive. And you kind of yes. have to take, like I said earlier with the Reese hire, take a step back and look at, you know, hey, he might not have done well here, but he has better recruits, better coaching. Like, you just have to take a step back and look at the whole situation and not just immediately tweet the first thing that comes to your mind. And like I said, I'm guilty of it as well, but it's something that I'm trying to get better uh, with. <laughs> well, look, there's – there's, and see, but you, you recognize that sometimes you overreact. There's people that are not willing to admit that they're overreacting. No. No. And and that's the frustrating part. And, you know, when, when people take shots or when people defend Coach Saban, uh, then the other side is saying, well, just because he's won seven national championships doesn't mean that he's not capable of making the wrong decision. You're right, but he that means he's but that means he deserves the benefit of the doubt. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, look – all I know is Coach Saban didn't ask me one single time what I thought about the coordinator positions. And I'm pretty sure he didn't ask a single soul on Twitter. Nope. Nope, he didn't. And so, uh, majority of Twitter bases their reactions on hot takes and, and minimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that, that's the fact. That's well, yep. wrong, wrong one. Uh, but, yes, that the Bama standard hits the nail on the head. That is basically what it is. It's uh, we, we call them casuals is, is what we call them. The casual yeah. fan – doesn't do enough research, is not really in tuned enough, well enough with the program to understand, uh, you know, fits and schemes and, and things of that nature. And look, do you really think that Tommy Reese would be coaching at Notre Dame if he didn't know about football? Exactly. He was Brian Kelly's first choice. Right. That's what LSU. Okay. Yeah. I think everybody that's watching this and everybody in Twitterverse will agree that Brian, that, that Brian Kelly is a heck of a football coach. Mm -hmm. He hired Tommy Reese as a 27-year-old offensive coordinator. You mean to tell me that dude don't know ball? Right, exactly. I, so I I, it's, 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 it's frustrating when – and that we're really kind of getting off topic here, and that's my fault. But no, uh, it's, really, it's really frustrating, and I had to, I had to you know – sending a couple tweets out last night kind of trying to calm people down a little bit when the Kevin Steele hire was announced. And um, it's just – it's frustrating that that fans are willing to be so reactive without having all the facts. And, uh, it, and what it does, it, it creates negativity around the program that is not necessary. Right. I think it's, it's okay to have – like, obviously, everybody has their own opinion, but – the people too that go out and they attack somebody else's opinion, which is something I've been seeing a lot with, with basketball, but also with Alabama football. Um, you know, we're all entitled to our own opinions. It doesn't mean somebody's right or wrong. I mean, you might know more about something than another person, but you don't have to go about it in a hostile way. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Well, and, 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 and I, I can come off, I can come off pretty snark a lot of times and I can't help it. Jake's known me all my life. I can't help it. Yeah. But 
It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we should probably defer to Nick Saban when making football decisions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean that dude is, has forgotten more about coaching football and hiring football coaches than anybody else on Twitter, on YouTube, on wherever will ever know in their entire life. Mm-hmm. Saban does ask the opinion of one of our co-hosts. Well, that's because you have a bunch of former players on your <laughs> right. Uh, let's yeah. let's. Saban doesn't want to hear from us. He, yeah. the, you know what we're trying to come across, Justin. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I want to go back to uh, Dean's comment as well. Up and up a little bit ago, he said it's like some of those it. some of those tweeters know more about college football than Coach Saban knows. Exactly. I mean, I mean they, they think, think they, know. they know. Right. Exactly. That's. Like Stacey, Stacey hit hit the nail on the head. Saban knows more about college football than, and probably has lost more knowledge of college football than we'll ever know. So right, um, and, and and that doesn't mean that he is not free from making mistakes. But it, do, but it does, but it does it does mean that he has he's built up equity is what right. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, people, oh god, sorry. Go go no go ahead. I was just gonna say I think the way the last two years have gone, leaving a bad taste in people's mouths, they're kind of on the edge of their seats here when it comes to hires, thinking we need to get this hired and perfectly to get to be the way I want it to be or the person that I want them to hire. Um, and I think we need to take a step back and be like, you know, the last couple of years haven't gone the way we, we want them to. I mean, we played in the national championship two years ago, right. but I think people are just feeling like with NIL and um, all the other stuff going on transfer portal that Saban's losing touch, which I just, it's not true at all, and I think people no. are are losing their minds um, in questioning him because it's not. This is a complete recent thing. This isn't something that we're used to seeing from fans. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say real quick, say before you say that thing, but Joe, I was going to fill you in. Uh, you know, when we, me and Sassy had talked about before, when when they was talking about you know going to the spread offenses and all that, and and you had to have a great quarterback to to get the ball out, you know. Saban at that time was like, you really want college football to go go to this, you know, this style. Said, you know, I really don't want to go like that, but but if you want me to change my ways, I'll do it. And he did it. And look what we brought in. We brought in like Matt Jones to uh, Bryce Young. And, you know, anytime NIL is the same way, transfer reporter, he's like, if you want me to change the way I coach, I will, I will adjust things and I'll still continue to beat you. And that's what he's done. And he continues to do it to this day. So. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I want to go back to to the certain point that that fans, especially on, on Twitter, and that's where I spend most of my time is Twitter. I'm not really on Facebook that often. But uh, fans on Twitter, they, they act like guys like Bill O'Brien, guys like Pete Golden, that they don't know how to coach football. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. J- just because it doesn't work out perfectly doesn't mean that that the coaches don't know what they're doing. Right. A, a lot of it is fit and how their style of coaching, you know, resonates with the players on the roster. That means a t- Bill O'Brien does not work for Belichick and Nick Saban without knowing how to coach football. Mm-hmm. Right. Pete Golden doesn't work for Nick Saban and then Lane Kiffin without knowing how to coach college football. Mm-hmm. So right. I mean it's 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 about fit. So when people and that that's why I hate the negativity on Twitter and, and it's never going to stop because that's just kind of the culture that we've created over time uh, is just constant negativity. But 
It does no good to get on social media and bash Bill O'Brien, bash Pete Golden, bash Kevin Steele, and bash Tommy Reese. Because you know what? Recruits see that. Players see that. uh, Family members of players see that. And they're like, I don't want no part of that. Right. So you're not doing any good for the Alabama brand by getting on Twitter and, and acting like you know more about football than Coach Saban does. Yeah, they'll bash their own players too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I I just, and and that's never going to go away. That's just kind of a pet peeve of mine. It's so frustrating. And I'm not saying you always got to, you know, talk about how great they are. I think you should always tell the truth. But, but I'm just because you're telling the truth doesn't mean you got to be a jerk about it. Right. And point fingers. Look, Pete Golden is a heck of a college football coach. He knows some defensive. I've I've been told that that Pete Golden had the most impressive uh, interview with Coach Saban that he ever remembers. You know why? Because he can get on a board and tell you all about some defensive schematics and draw up plays. He just didn't fit at Alabama for whatever reason. Right. Yeah, I think that that kind of goes back to, I mean, what Joel said here. They know how to coach. It just doesn't fit for us. Uh, Bill O'Brien as well, for as much, you know, crud as I've given him, uh, he did pretty well other than you know, his most recent stint in the NFL. He did pretty well at Penn State. Um, he's done well with the Patriots. He just might not be a great college coach when it comes to calling plays because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sitting there and watching games on Saturdays, a lot of the plays that he calls are kind of similar plays that you would see in an NFL game. And that's just mm-hmm. doesn't really work in college or it doesn't work as well. And, mm-hmm. um, certain circumstances and the same thing kind of goes for Pete going. So I wish these guys, well, I mean, I wish Bill O'Brien well at Patriots. I mean, he's going to have Mac Jones. So I want the two of those guys to uh, work well together. And then Pete going, who knows, you know, how he'll do at Ole Miss. I'm sure he'll do pretty well. I don't want him to do all against us, but um, (laughs) you know, I wish the the two of those guys, well, I don't have no ill intentions towards them. Um, Even though I've gotten frustrated about the way that they've called plays uh this year in the past i I think it's fair to get frustrated i just don't think it's very fair to insult them the way that people do on on twitter not even so much for pete golding or bill o'brien's sake but for the the university as a whole it's just it just puts the whole university in a negative light that's not necessary right yep yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. true too. And, and 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 but that goes for them as well. I mean, what what kind of message are you sending to 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 you know potential recruits when when everybody is constantly bashing the coaches? Mm-hmm. You're sending the message that hey, you don't need to go there. Yeah, we need to do better as a fan base. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. We're so spoiled, it's ridiculous. <laughs> mm. That's not even the right word. Spoiled is not. I mean, we're we're past we're past spoiled. Yeah, we're burnt, as my grandmother would say. Burnt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yes. But uh, all right, look, we've talked about Tommy Reese a little bit. We'll we'll, we'll touch a little bit on on uh, Kevin Steele real quick. Uh, look, I I was I don't want to say excited because that's a little bit of overstatement, but I understand and got got a little excited when I when I heard that Kevin Steele was the front runner and he was probably going to take the job simply because of the uh, of the the chemistry that him and coach Saban have and and how well he's already kind of knows the the Saban playbook and the Saban defense and and how well his his attitude his coaching style is going to fit in uh down there at Alabama and what Kevin, what coach Saban's trying to kind of 
Uh, that was that spelled. <laughs> Good luck. I have no I've idea. I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got a clue. It's supposed to be ruined, but it's the red. It's the redneck way of saying ruined. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Sure, we'll, we'll but we'll go with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that looks right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just. I, I think. I think Kevin Steele is is outside of Jamie Pruitt is a fantastic hire because of the camaraderie that he has with Coach Saban and the familiarity that he has with the, with the Saban defense and and the kind of that old school coaching mentality. Yeah, you know, we talked about getting more physical on the on the offensive line. How about getting more physical on the defense? And this is what Kevin Steele is bringing. Uh, you know, he was our linebackers coach in 2014. And you think about some of the linebackers that he got to coach on that 2014 team. We had physical guys, you know, at linebacker then. We had Reggie Ragland, Ruben Foster, you know, Trader Priest, uh, Tim Williams. I mean, he – in 2014, he had a monster crew, you know, at linebacker and some very hard hitters. We're physically getting back to more physicality, I guess is the right word, you know, to say, um, on on defense. And and I'm all for it, you know – We've had a few guys to be kind of heavy hitters the last couple of years, like uh, Xavier McKinney would come up and take a good, good shot, the uh, Marco Hellens. But I mean, as a whole unit, you really didn't have that one guy who was like just absolutely like you you would the change the game over, kind of like Ruben Foster did. So I'm ready to to get more physical on the defensive side, and I believe with Kevin Steele's defense is just about to get physical. I mean, look at the talent he's got. He's going to be coaching with this year. Yeah, I like the Kevin Steele hire. Um, kind of offensive coordinator. Nobody really liked the uh, the Kevin Steele hire from what I saw. Saw a lot of memes on Twitter, people joking around about it. But um, we're talking about all the experience that Nick Saban has. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who's been coaching for 39 years. He was at Auburn. He's This is his third stint at Alabama. Um, trying to think off the top of my head where else he's been. He's been, I think he's been through a few uh, SEC teams, but um, you want a guy like that has a lot of experience. I think, too, that, I mean, we've seen rumors circulating already that this hire is kind of a placeholder hire for when Alabama is able to um, bring Jeremy Pruitt back to be their defensive coordinator long term. I mean, rumors and speculation only mean so much. Uh, we've seen throughout this hiring process. It changed about 15, 20 times, or even right. more than that, honestly. Um, but I think I think it's a it's a it's a good hire, and kind of like you said, just getting back to that that physical Alabama defense, which is something that I feel like's been missing um, kind of ever since Kirby Smart left, and um, you know, more recently since Pete Golding's taken over, uh, just kind of get back to that hard hitting, tough Alabama defense that we're all so used to seeing, kind of. Just like the offense, you know, physicality is uh, should be a buzzword for this this team kind of going into into this season. Absolutely, uh, Joe. And um, you know, you talked about different stints he's been at. You know, his last stint, Kevin Steele, he was at Miami. And you talked about, you know, we talked about Reese being at uh, Notre Dame. I guess that's the right way to say it. But uh, anyway. Um, uh, you know, the talent level uh, he had at Miami. Al Golden did a terrible job, you know, as recruiting. He he got some guys, but – and uh, and then uh, Manny Diaz. They, they didn't really recruit great guys 
Alabama recruits studs, and this is what Kevin still is going to have on this defense. I mean, you know, we, we talked about the linebacking room, linebacker room. I mean, you got Lawson who's fixing to come up, and he's going to be a playmaker next year. We still got Dallas Turner coming back. So these guys are going to get a heck of a coach coming in and is going to work with these guys. And this defense is about to be fun. Yeah, and and uh, believe in Georgia Dogs podcast says Miami's about to pull Jim Leonard. I wonder if he had a chance. I'm assuming if he had a chance, he's asking if he had a chance with the uh, with the Alabama job. Probably not really, because Saban doesn't really hire defensive coaches that that are not familiar with his scheme and his system. And right. uh, Leonard's never ran Coach Saban's system, so uh, th- that was probably a really outside option for for Coach Saban. Uh, but but like I said, you get Kevin Steele and, and, and you get a guy who knows the system, who knows the philosophy, who knows the, the play calls, who knows the checks. He knows everything. You ain't got to teach him anything. He 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 just plugs right in, and he knows he knows the defense, and and that that's huge. Uh, there's no learning curve for for the coach. Uh, and, and look, I, I think there's probably going to be a couple more changes made on the defensive staff before the start of the season, maybe even before the start of spring practice, uh, yeah. and maybe even before the end of this week. There, there's all sorts of rumors going around, and I don't want to get on here and talk about rumors because they are that right now, just rumors. So, But but there there are going to be some more changes, I, I suspect, over the next few weeks on, on the defensive side of the football for Alabama. And uh, I, I just feel like Kevin Steele is the – if you can't get Jeremy Pruitt – and you want to get back to more of that old school Alabama defense, Kevin Steele's probably the next best, best option. So uh, I'm, re- I'm really happy with the hire, and, and I really think that the album is working their way back to, to kind of – the identity's really never been gone, but just kind of recreating that identity and, and working back to that Bama standard. Yeah, and I want to mention, you know, we've talked about it in the past couple of weeks on this show. Uh, we really love the hire of, of Austin Armstrong – Maybe, you know, Kevin Steele is brought in to help build him up and help groom him, per se, for the D.C. job on in the future, potentially. I don't know that for a fact, but you have an old-school guy teaching a young a young guy, kind of like what Muschamp is doing at Georgia with, with Glenn Schumann. So you could potentially see that here as well. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> I'm I'm doing the best I can to hang on. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm under the weather. Uh, my throat is not going to hang on much longer. But uh, we want to stay just as long as as the fans will will be with us. We've had a great show so far in the chat. Um, he said, Jim says, so you're saying uh, still wouldn't drop Will Anderson into coverage? Uh, I hope to God not. I I don't understand that. I never will understand that. Uh, Will Anderson and Dallas Turner, if they dropped into pass coverage one time last year, that was one too many times. Yes. Dallas Turner does not need to be – needs to be blitzing quarterbacks early and often in every single play, just my personal opinion, (laughs) this coming up year. Joe, you got anything else to add on on Kevin Steele or, or even Tommy Reese? No, I don't. I think we did a good, a good job covering that. We went on a couple of side rants, but um, I'm just <laughs> yeah, happy, happy to have some some new coordinators. And I think um, Saban is, is playing chess, you know, fooling the rest of us. Oh, yeah. 
It's chess, not checkers, buddy. That's what's that's what it is. Yeah, no doubt. And and like like we said, look, I, we would have went longer if I if I wasn't under the weather t- t- tonight. But I can't hold on much longer. My my voice is about to go out, and I have got to get in the bed because I do not feel great at all. But I really appreciate everybody that was in in the sh- in the chat tonight. It was a lot of fun to kind of talk about. Uh, the new hires on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, jump in the, in the description below, follow the link to BetUS and sign up today and receive that 125% um, sign-on bonus there. Uh, and also hit the, the link to Latour and Watches and you receive free shipping on that first purchase of a watch. Uh, thank you, Joel. I hope I feel better soon too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm getting worse by the minute. But uh, <laughs> but I'll be better uh, s- sooner Hope, hopefully soon, I hope, because it's not good right now. But uh, thank you guys so much for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully later this week uh, with some rec- pre-recorded shows, uh, maybe looking at the tight end room, the offensive line room. We've, we've broke down uh, the other offensive position groups uh, already so far. So we're excited about that, and we're excited about covering what else, you know, all, all the, the tight end, the offensive line, and obviously the defensive side of the ball as we – head into spring practice in just a few weeks. So we're excited about that. I know Jake is. I know Joe is. And we can't wait to get back here uh, real soon. Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide.